coming to you from an air-conditioned space and time, as we truly dislike the hot weather. It's Two Dozy Broads. And we are Linda Strochane of the Mercury Academy. And Sandy Kleppel from Gemological Esoterica. And we, we better we better put our new addition in here. You'd better. We uh, have a new shop dog. Micah finally allowed a dog to come into the house. <laughs> she chose her. We yeah, she chose her. We now have if you come over sometime you will you will probably meet our new shop dog. We have a a, a black and white Sheltie puppy by the name of what's her name? Come on. Come on. Oh, the producer isn't going to say. I tried to get him to say something after all this time. He'd rather uh, produce than He'd talk. rather produce. What is her name? I just forgot. Wait. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> we got him to talk. Oh. We got him to talk. See, there we go. So okay. this month, we would like to complain about the heat. Oh, yes, we would. Oh, we do not like the heat. <laughs> we, wish there was a, we wish there was a vote you could take. All in favor of wretched heat, all opposed. Yeah. That's right. We, we like the humidity that frazzles our hair and makes oh, us melt God. even less. You might say that we should live in a cooler clime, and I do realize that on the script I did spell that wrong. But get real, people. We are only a couple hundred miles from the Canadian border. <laughs> and I have a story to go with that. Years ago, when I was in the corporate office world, okay. they, we had a very warm office. And the assistant office manager was one of these, turn the air off. It should be 80, at least 88 degrees, maybe oh. 85 degrees. And everybody else oh. was looking at her like she was just insane. And finally, one day, I said, why don't you move south? And she looked at me and she said, why don't you just leave leave and go north? And I said, because we're two, three hundred miles from the Canadian border. You know, I, I can't go too much further north, but you can go a long way further south. There's a lot of south from here. She said, but my family lives here. And I said, so does mine. And she held it against me. I was there another couple of years. She held it against me. <laughs> she must not but, have had much life. Yeah, she really, she truly didn't. She she was the one who believed, believed honestly, that she had been abducted by aliens and they had gotten her pregnant. Uh -huh. So she was an interesting woman. Eventually became the office manager. But I remember her telling me the story about how she she and her boyfriend were out in a cornfield one night yes. and they saw lights and next thing you knew it was morning she had lost time and she found out she was pregnant <gasps> and it was aliens because of the lights that came down out of the cornfield okay why is it I, that's what i can't figure out why is it a cornfield you know it always seems to be a cornfield well, or or well soybeans like are only like two feet tall so it's kind of hard for yeah. things to sneak up on you in corn or yeah but if they've soybeans. got superpowers you'd think they yeah they could they could zots you from a distance yeah but oh. anyway so do you have any you have some stories oh, i know I, about i have a couple um in the in the 30s if we think it's bad now we have air conditioning in the 30s, unless you went to an air-cooled movie house, yes. there wasn't any. And our uh, our mutual grandparents mm -hmm. lived very near to Lake Phelan, which is, a for those of you who aren't here in Minnesota, in the Twin Cities, it's a lake very, very near to where the family lived. And it was so hot, and not a breath of air, and an old house with all the tiny rooms. They, they took their pillows and a blanket each, and they all walked up to Phelan. 
and it turned out the park was filled with families who had just taken a little space by the lake and in the park to catch any breeze. And that's what people did in the 30s in the summer. They'd, they'd just take their bedding and either drive or walk to where there was something outdoors, and they do it because th there wasn't anything yeah. else to do. Then uh, another story for, for the women out there to tell you you haven't got it that bad. Uh, my mother told me years ago about a deodorant called Odorono, and it's still around, except in those days it was a, a, a dauber, oh. like a little sponge on mm -hmm. a stick. Kind of like the old shoe polish. Yeah, I was going to say the shoe polish. Yeah. And she said you 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 dab it off and you put it on your underarms and it'd burn. Wow. And then she, women then because you were not supposed to sweat or have any sign of human bodily activity or fluids, you'd wear dress shields, which were mm -hmm. those little cloth things yep. under your arms to catch all the moisture. And she'd have this, you know, the slip and the bra and all this stuff. And she said, by wearing Odorono every day, it would be like a month or two, and the dress shields would start to have whole oh, little wow. holes in them, and the slips and the bras would fray. This stuff was sizzling through wow. the clothing of the women in the 1940s. And if you had a sleeveless dress, as a lot of them did, then and at the bottom where the armpit yeah. was. That's, that's and that it. was cotton. That wasn't nylon and no, all these polyester. No, it was real wow. cotton. She said, I'd put on the dress, and I'd look in the mirror, and I looked fine, and I'd walk downstairs, I'd walk out the door, and I was wrinkled. Wow. By the time you got out the door, because cotton is oh, yeah. unforgiving yeah. that way, and, and these weren't blends. And the other one, during the war, uh, of course there were no silk stockings, because nope. the silk came from Japan and the Orient. And nylons were, were only for the very, the very favored few yes. movie stars. And even movie stars would ration them. Oh, yeah. they'd, they'd issue so many pairs of, of nylons, and actresses would try to only wear one. And they could take the rest home. But anyway, everybody else had to wear leg makeup. Mm -hmm. And so she said, put it on, and put it on very carefully, and take a, a ruler, and, and you're your eyebrow pencil and draw the seam because they had seen down, the back, down the, the back down the back yep and to make it look like you to were to make it look islands. like and and she would walk down walk a few blocks to the uh, drugstore she worked at and of course no air conditioning in there and she said her legs would melt oh. and there it would drip and there'd be these little sweat drips of this makeup and the hem area mm -hmm. of the dress was just brown with okay. this and she said I, I, I seriously felt as if I was just melting all mm -hmm. over but that women were doing that yep. and in offices they had carbon paper my right. grandmother used to talk about how the carbon paper would melt to your fingers yeah <laughs> when you tried to set it up so the this shows you that whoever invented air conditioning deserves the prizes of prizes in a place in heaven. A place in all the heavens. In the penthouse of heaven. Oh, dear heaven. Dear heaven, heaven. Heaven, yeah. heaven. Yeah. My father always used to say he was on a destroyer escort in World War II, and oh, yeah. they would sleep on deck, which was acceptable, you know. But the smart ones always tied their ankle to oh. something because the stupid ones, the ship all of a sudden would go through some turbulence, and they'd end up. And, of course, the ship isn't going to go back after you, so... So he, he said the smart on. ones would always tie themselves to something. <laughs> okay. I never thought of that. No. But moving on. Moving, moving on. Moving on. 
We do like to give people a bit of good information yes. in each podcast. So here, here's my little bit for the month. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about beauty stones, as in beauty, B-E-A-U-T-Y, beauty stones. And these stones are also beautiful. Oh, yeah, she's sound asleep. Um, but when used correctly, these stones can be used to enhance beauty. Oh, good. And the first one is rose quartz. Now, the, the Romans 2,000 years ago would carve masks of rose quartz and the women would lay on their backs and they would sleep with the rose quartz on their face overnight. And that was supposed to make you look more youthful and make your skin more supple and all of these things. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other thing with rose quartz in bed with you is that it it really does help to regenerate you physically. So that part is very, very good. The modern thing would be putting a stone on each corner of your bed Mm -hmm. in between the mattress and box springs. But rose quartz has been known for years as a stone to enhance beauty. Now, how often would you clean it if you had it in bed with you? Uh, Generally, um, probably at least once a month at the minimum. You might, you know, you might want to do it every couple, you don't have to do it every week. Okay. But, you know, something like that, if you put a, if you put a hematite in the center of the bed then too, that'll, that'll keep the extraneous energetic chatter away from you while you're sleeping too so that's a good but again once a month minimum okay but you can take with the rose quartz and they make the facial rollers nowadays have you seen those (gasps) yeah and that's one of the reasons they do it because rose quartz is very good for that and it's also really good and i've used it this way you go and you take and you you take uh these little rose quartz facial mushrooms they call them Put it in the refrigerator. You get up in the morning and you're sitting there going, uh, (laughs) and you put this little mushroom under your eye bags and it'll take them away in minutes. It's just amazing stuff. So it is very good for that. The rose quartz is. The other one I'd like to talk about is fluorite. Now fluorite works on a little bit different level. Fluorite actually works by cleaning the junk out of your aura, the energetic body. And by cleansing all that stuff and throwing it all away and doing all that stuff, um, you will, it's, it's kind of like having Reiki or anything else okay. where you get positive energy mm-hmm. and you look younger and you feel younger and you feel better. So fluorite is, just as a side on fluorite, if you have a toothache, you can lay it on your cheek that the side of the toothache is. It is good for toothache too. Oh, neat. But fluoride is really good for energetically sweeping out okay. the crap in the aura, which will help to make you more beautiful uh, just by cleansing your aura gently. Well, you'd need it now with the stress we're all bombarded with in every yeah. way. Yep. So. Oh, yeah, and there's some other ones too. But Well, that's wonderful. Yeah, so you had something. Oh, I have, I have a spray for cooling your jets. Ooh. Uh, perhaps your atmosphere and none of these are to be even though we're using things that are ostensibly edible do not eat the spray swallow the spray drink the spray spray it on your dog spray it on your cat do not do those things well you'd spray it in the air you can but they've been proving more and more now that dogs and cats both when they get some stuff on their on themselves and they mm-hmm. have a tendency to lick it, it might not be good for them. Oh well, yeah. You, then you, you you can spray it in the corner. Yes, sir. Yes. And if you spray it before an animal or such is around, yes, then you then most it's may. it's just fine. So you take three little slices of cucumber, 
peel and all. Mm -hmm. the, the thickness is up to you. Mm -hmm. if, you're a, if, you're, if you're not good at slicing like me, then it's up to whatever. A half up. inch and an eighth inch. Oh, well, yeah, 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 one very thin and two very wide. And then you take three little slices of lemon, the peel and mm -hmm. the fruit okay. inside, the whole thing, mm -hmm. and rose. Now, if you're lucky enough to have real roses, mm -hmm. you can take three rose petals. Oh, okay. If you don't and you have rose oil, then mm -hmm. you can put just a little spray of that or a little dab or a little womp. And you put it in a piece of cheesecloth and tie it. Now, tie it with string. Don't use one of those little twist ties <laughs> or anything like that. That isn't necessarily going to work. And you affirm it to your calm healing, to relieving stress, and to basically cooling and balancing your atmosphere. Oh. And then you put this in a jar of distilled water. Jar is your, you know, it's whatever mm -hmm. size, right. if you want a big one or a little, whatever right. you got. And you put enough distilled water. You don't fill it right up to mm -hmm. the brim, but fill it up a nice, comfortable way. Put it aside where no one's going to worry it. You can put it with this. You can put it in the refrigerator mm -hmm. for 24 hours. And then you better have a, if you're anything like me, put a sticky somewhere. Pull out, pull out liquid after 24 hours, because otherwise if it's in the back of the refrigerator, you look three months later, oh, look at what's growing in there. That's right. Ooh, it must be Doing alive. bioengineering. Yeah. It's alive. It's alive. But you take it out, you squeeze all the essence from the cheesecloth into the fluid, mm -hmm. and you think a thank you and throw that away. And then you put the, the remnants into a spray bottle. You spray it mm -hmm. as much as you want. You keep it in the fridge. Oh, yep. It'll yep. last roughly three months, mm -hmm. especially if you do it, if you do it at uh, a new moon. Mm -hmm or at the very beginning of a full moon mm -hmm, cycle. Right. If you do it with that, you've got all that lunar energy right. that's going to give you extra energy. And that can help you in, <clears throat> in uh, having, having balance in your atmosphere. And you can make up some, and if you actually are working uh, in a workplace other mm -hmm. than home, you can, you can spray a little there or spray a little around your workplace at home. Now, if you want... Let's say you want to take it to work and you don't have access to a refrigerator or whatever there. Could you add like 50% of it being alcohol and the rest of it as yeah. a preservative? Yeah, you would add either gin or vodka, Okay, depending on your preference. Okay. Whatever you have around the house. Now, vodka would make it uh, a little more uh, antibacterial. Mm -hmm. You'd give it a little bit of zest that way. And if you don't want to take it in a, that bottle, you could put it down in a tiny mm -hmm. bottle, a tiny vial, and, right. and just kind of take a little out. Right. And you, if, if you're going to uh, put it on your fingers before you put it mm -hmm. somewhere, you'd give it a little test drive mm -hmm. to make sure you're not right. allergic to this. You don't want to come out with all pimply doos. Well, the other thing, sometimes people do have... Uh, a bit of a reaction to fresh rose or to rose. Oh yeah, and some people are just deadly allergic. And to also all make sure with rose that if you've taken them from your garden, that you haven't put the the pesticides and the. Yeah, you want them to be uh, fresh. Yes, but not just fresh. But you shouldn't have put a pesticide on yeah, it in the that, in the recent past. In the recent past. Yes. If if it's if it's past a week or so, oh, yeah. then you're then, then you're, you're okay. Yeah. And you also want to shake them a little to make sure that. No, no little. Uh, oh, that the Japanese beetles, which <laughs> no little roses aren't aren't harling. No little hitchhikers coming with go. it. There you go. If you are really allergic 
to rose. Mm -hmm. You can do something with aloe. Oh, okay. Or if you've got it around rhubarb. Oh, okay. You can take a little hunk of rhubarb mm -hmm. and do the same thing. Uh, you could take three little hunks mm -hmm. and put them in there and do the same thing with it. I have some rhubarb tea upstairs. You could probably soak it, the rhubarb mm -hmm. tea bag in there too. Yeah, yeah. And Any, make it that way. Anything that would have the essence. Yeah, because be that's fun. real rhubarb tea. That would actually work pretty well. And so. that is my contribution that's to your the con state of things. There we go. So we are. I'm not sure what we're actually going to do for the rest of the day. Maybe maybe play with the puppy. Who knows? Well, or or the the the, the puppy will play with us. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> or at this point, the way it looks is. Uh, we better drive home before y'all take a nap because the, yeah. the puppy is just emanating nap time. Oh yeah, but that's what happens with puppies. Oh, they they yeah. run and run and run. And, and then they, it's like kids, and then they suddenly fall asleep in the oddest places. Yeah. Well, if you if you come to the shop, it, you know, whenever, you will probably get to meet Ms. Blaze, yes. Blaze Star. Yes. And uh, if you really wanna, if you really wanna chuckle, because we do call her Blaze Star. Uh, if you really want to chuckle, look at, look up Blaystar on Wikipedia. Yes. And then you will find out who Blaze is actually named after. Yes. So there we go. So signing off for another month. Another month. Another month. We are Linda Strohshane of the Mercury Academy. And Sandy Kleppel from Gemological Esoterica. And we, we are, are Two Dozy Broads. <laughs>